And good evening and welcome to Guys Guys Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny, broadcasting live from Harlem in New York City, welcoming you to our show. It is Monday night, July 25th, 2016. And the question for today is, have you ever been the victim of a psychic attack? Do you even know what it is? Do you know what different entities are? Do you know how things can kind of get inside your head and get inside your body and get inside of your consciousness? Well, we're going to learn about that tonight and the possibilities of that with our guest, return guest, Elizabeth Joyce. She's a well-known psychic and author, and she's going to be here in a few minutes. And I welcome you to feel free to call in to ask Elizabeth a question uh, if you want to get kind of a mini psychic reading, if you will. Our call-in number is 347 945 5834-347-945-5834. So before we get to our guest, Elizabeth Joyce, let's talk a little bit about what's going on. And one of the subjects we're going to talk about Elizabeth with is what's going on with the uh, election and the politics and the conventions and all of that, because she's had some real interesting insights on earlier shows that we've had, previous shows we've done with her. I'd like, I'd like to hear what she has to say about what's going on now. But um, I was just uh, tuning into the Democratic National Convention, and just like the Republican Convention, we've got a little bit of chaos and controversy right off the bat where this whole thing about the WikiLeaks leak and revelation of these emails proving that what Bernie Sanders supporters said was true about the DNC, Democratic National Committee, I guess it's called, uh, kind of playing favorites. And helping Hillary out. And she already had over 500 uh, superdelegates voted for her before they even uh, announced who was running. So uh, was the deck stacked? You can be the judge of that. Um, now, there's been an apology made to Bernie and his supporters, but is that going to be enough? And the uh, young lady, Debbie, uh, Debbie Wasserman, I believe, Schultz, she has uh, been forced to step down. I don't think she's going to do the introductions tonight uh, because I think the Clinton folks realize that uh, she'd get booed. So I think she's out of the picture and has been replaced. So it's going to be pretty wild. And, you know, the uh, Democrats have kind of an all-star team of speakers. I think they've got Bernie tonight, uh, Michelle Obama. And somebody else, but they've got, you know, they got Bill Clinton's going to speak. They've got Barack Obama's going to speak. They've got Joe Biden's going to speak. You've got Tim Kaine's going to speak. And then, of course, Hillary on Thursday. So we'll see if they can pick up the ground. And the amazing thing is Donald Trump, like him or loathe him, uh, the latest polls show he's in the lead. So it's pretty wild where a guy who has no political experience and a lot of chutzpah and is a real salesman has gotten out there and run a extremely negative campaign uh, and has gotten uh, a lot of people behind him. Now he has identified a lot of issues that are sore points with Americans and rightly so. I guess the real question comes as to what is his solutions or does he have any real strategic plans or is it all about just attacking the other side? So we'll see. I personally, I'm a little nervous about him because, you know, when I hear things about how he does business where he doesn't pay his vendors and then he threatens to take, have them come take him to court and then he cuts their fees in half and then he cuts their fees in half again and that, that type of stuff, I'm familiar with how companies do that to smaller companies in business. And it's real nonsense. 
And anybody who pulls that type of stuff, I lose total respect. To me, we should go back to when, you know, your word meant something. Now in business, from my background in business, what somebody says at a meeting and a promise they make, it doesn't even mean anything in, anymore because they'll say, well, I meant it when I said it. But things changed. So you can't even take anybody's word on anything. And then as far as contracts go, people make, break contracts all the time. And many times they'll say, sue me. I'm not, I'm not living up to the terms of the contract. Uh, and that's just the way it is. I don't respect people who follow that type of behavior because they're not guys, guys. And guys, guys want to do the right thing and believe that when men and women can be at their best, everyone wins. Maybe that's not the coolest thing to be right now, but in in the end game, in the big picture, integrity, authenticity, treating people, men, women, those of lesser means, elders, kids, animals, treating people with respect, honoring your word, being kind. And you can live a full life and have a lot of fun and party and really live it up. And you can, all that stuff adds up to being a guy's guy. It's kind of a, a modern day man's man, but without the chauvinism. Respecting women, acknowledging the strides that women have made and the recent recognition they're starting to get. To get. Speaking of Hillary, you know, as a woman, you know, this whole issue with the, with the emails and Benghazi and now this DNC email thing clouds the fact that we finally have a woman on the ballot running for president. But it's been overshadowed by all this controversy and all this quote-unquote corruption that people uh, attach to Hillary Clinton's uh, reputation. So she's a smart lady and she's got good experience and she's married to Bill Clinton, so she spent eight years in the White House. So we'll see what happens. We'll see. I don't know about her decision-making, but she's certainly knowledgeable. So we'll see, and we're going to ask Elizabeth about that. Real quick, the other stuff going on, we've been in a heat wave in New York. We've had over 90-degree temperatures for about five days or so. It was crazy hot over the weekend. I was down the Jersey Shore, and it was so hot that when I was standing, at, and the, the, the air temperature was 97, and the ocean was only 60 degrees on Sunday, um, Saturday, rather. So, you know, your ankles would get cold by putting them in the water. I, I went in the water completely many times because I just had to. I would stand at the edge of the water and I had to keep going back in. It was that baking hot, even at the water's edge. And I don't recall it ever being that hot in all my years being down the Jersey Shore. But, uh, and it's going to continue. Tomorrow it's supposed to be 97 in the city. It rained today. We had some explosive rain here in New York. But after the rain, the rain wasn't even cold. The <laughs> water was like room temperature was like turning on the faucet. And after the rain, it felt even hotter than before. So we'll see how we get through this. I think by about Thursday or so, the weather's going to break. But you know what? This is the time of the year when you get the really hot weather. And I'd rather have this than zero degrees in the middle of January with snowstorms. But that's just me. Some people love the winter. What else is happening real quick? Um... Yeah, I want to just give a shout out to my favorite TV show. I've been watching Ray Donovan for about four years now. I think this is season four. And I got to tell you, if you haven't seen it yet, it's well acted. It's well written. It's well produced. It's well directed. And it's got straight, great storytelling. And uh, if you want to binge on something, take in a season of Ray Donovan. And uh, I think you'll really enjoy it. It's quality. 
So that's kind of what's going on here in a guy's guy's world. As we know, the whole movement uh, started with my novel, The Guy's Guy's Guide to Love, about two men in advertising competing for love, sex, power, and money. We launched Guys Guys Radio a few years ago to give a bigger platform to where men and women can be at their best. Everyone wins. We've got all kinds of guests on here. We've had over 190 podcasts now. They're all available on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and, of course, Blog Talk Radio, which is the format that we broadcast from. You can read my blog, uh, my syndicated blog, at my website, robertmanny.com. I do a new in-depth blog every week. We've also got videos and some other stuff on there. But uh, Facebook, you can catch me, uh, Robert Manny Author. Uh, and uh, YouTube and uh, Twitter, at Robert Manny, you can just catch my stuff pretty much anywhere on social media. And I really appreciate the support I've gotten over the years, my guests, my readers, my listeners, and I'm here for you. And I've been doing this to build my own personal brand and to get a positive message out there. And I got to tell you, you got to stick with it. When, when you're doing something like what I'm doing is you go for it and you got to ask yourself, is this right? And if you feel right, the little voice inside of me keeps saying, keep doing what you're doing. And waiting for the money to come in, waiting for the money to come in. But I keep doing what I'm doing, and I know that I'm being helped, and I know it's working out. So with that in mind, let's talk about our guest and bring her out now. As I mentioned, uh, Elizabeth Joyce, she's, a, she's an identical twin. Uh, she's got a website called uh, Visions of Reality, and, uh, where she has all her services listed, and she'll tell us a little bit about that. And... Uh, Let's talk a little bit about more about Elizabeth. She's a writer. She's got a number of books. She's been on the show um, a number of times. Uh, and she's got a memoir that's coming out called Unlimited Realities that's going to be released in late 2016. And uh, she's, she's a noted, basically, she's a noted psychic. She's world-renowned. And she's w- written a number of books. And uh, we're going to talk about one new book, book that she has that she's got a revised edition and it's about psychic attacks. So uh, excuse the uh, sirens in the background, but here we are in New York City, and sometimes the sound gets through, and I'm going to bring Elizabeth on right now. Good evening, Elizabeth. Welcome to Guys Guys Radio. It's a pleasure to be here. How are you doing? You certainly did have a time down the shore, didn't you? Oh, my goodness gracious. And uh, (laughs) I have the third floor of a Victorian house, and uh, we don't have air conditioning. I've got ceiling oh, that fans would and a stand-up okay fan. For me. That would not and be And I got to okay tell you, on Saturday night, and I have a three-year-old son and my wife, and they're both mm-hmm. looking at me like, "What?" The problem is, I got some screens on there that I haven't taken out, and I have an air conditioner. But anyhow, we got through it. It's usually one weekend a year we have some type of crazy weather like that. Otherwise, it's always cool and breezy up there, and it's never a problem. And of course, yeah, it's freezing it's not cold there in the winter. Any longer. We're, we're going to have hotter and hotter. In fact, it'll be so hot that you won't be able to breathe outside. We're going to have triple digits. Uh, this it's not summer? Going to change. This, this summer? summer or just on. It'll get, by the time we get to 2020, it will really be severe. So get that oh, air conditioner in there. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, good, good word to the wise. So I wanted to talk to you before we get into your book, because I remember the last time you were on the show was a few months ago, and you mentioned to me. And uh, that it's possible that the next president was not in the race yet. And I know things change all the time. And I'm not holding you to that by any means, because you look at possibilities, of course, and things change. And 
anything, you know, every moment is a different moment. So tell us what you're vibing with right now in terms of what's going on with the election and all this well, crazy there's a stuff. Lot going on. But, you know, it's funny. When I hear something, it's not my word. It's something that I hear. Mm-hmm. And I still do hear the next president of the United States is not running at this time. Wow. I'm telling you, there, there's a lot going on. The thing that really bothers me is, is the shadow of the people. How in the world did somebody like Donald Trump get elected? You know, we all have a shadow side. This country is fed up by the status quo, and they are more fed up with what's been going on behind our backs, and they're really showing it. Our shadow compounds um, dark impulses, hatred, aggression, sadism, selfishness, jealousy, resentment, sexual transgressions, and all these are hidden out of sight, and all of us have feelings about them. Mm -hmm. So what is society doing right now that is showing that we want the truth or we want to make a change? Yeah, I just read an article about that by Deepak Chopra, and it was the first time I ever heard of the term, you know, the shadow self. Uh, oh, we've been teaching it in metaphysics for a long, long time. No, and, I know. And, and uh, but t- talk yeah. to us a little bit about, you know, to the to our listeners, a little bit more about, you know, how, you know, how the shadow self works. Well, I can I can tell you. Supposing you're at a party with your wife, you're having a nice mm-hmm. cocktail party, and you see somebody come in, and your thought could be, "Boy, she looks terrible. I wonder what's wrong with her." You would never say that. You would think it, mm-hmm. right? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. The shadow would say it, just like Trump does. The shadow would say yep. it out loud and think nothing of it. I'm concerned though because my fear that this is attached to Putin in Russia seems to be manifesting. My concern is that Donald Trump is attached to Putin in Russia. I think the the Republican Party got those emails about Bernie Sanders out there, and I think that, that it was hacked, and I think it was hacked by people in Russia. So I feel terrible about what they did to Bernie Sanders. It's very, very wrong. But don't forget, the Democratic and the Republican conventions are run by private entities. They yep. are not national. They are not run by, by our country. They are run by private entities. They have a right to do what they want. They have a right. If, she, if, if, if they're for Hillary and they want to do that to Bernie, then they're going to do it. And yep. it's, it's like, well, two employees running for a job. Which one are you going to pick? I think I think it's terribly out of integrity, but don't forget it happens on both sides. Because it, it I'm seems... sure they did enough enough with Marco Rubio and Ted Cruz. Mm-hmm. They certainly, you know, they fight dirty. It's called fighting dirty. You know, it seems to me that you know, with the shadow and everything, there's a you know, there's a uh, on the flip side, you've got kind of the Bernie people, and they're they're pretty authentic in in my opinion, but. We've always had these two parties for the, you know, the last 50 years or so, and that's basically been it. And they've changed and morphed and all of that. But yeah. now it seems like the country, and correct me if I'm wrong, it seems like the, it's the time, it's, this is just the beginning of how these uh, established parties are going to get shifted well, or blown up a little bit. Party has, I don't think the Republicans have a party. 
and I haven't thought so for a long time. I haven't thought so since George Bush was president and actually lied about the weapons of mass destruction. And, of course, what was behind that was Dick Cheney. I do not like Dick Cheney. I think he's the most evil person in the world, and it's lucky that I have free speech to say that. I think Mm -hmm. he was behind uh, the Twin Towers, but that's my thought. Um, but I don't think they have a party, and I don't think they have people qualified to be at the top. So now Donald Trump comes along, and I'm sure part of what Donald says is sincere, but I also am very concerned. I mean, he's going to get rid of NATO. He's going to stop the trades between uh, Germany and France, and this would be disastrous. I don't know. I don't think that he realizes it. What he's saying is, we're the best, and you have to comply to us. Bow down. And that's not what we're supposed to be doing in this country. We're supposed to be coming together to find common ground, to be supportive of each other, to allow people to be who they are. And we don't have to be greedy. You don't have to make $100 million. Look at the people that are starving. I mean, it is shame on us. Shame on us for not helping people that are starving better, for allowing food to go into Johannesburg, and nobody that's starving can get any unless they pay money. Mm-hmm. This, so this is terrible. All of this is, is absolute corrupt chaos. I wrote, I wrote a blog today about Black People Do Matter was the title of it. And what I'm saying is that we're just becoming very godless. And maybe the country needs to go through this kind of a lesson mm-hmm. in order to change. We have to have destruction before reconstruction, but I don't see Donald Trump ever making it to the election. I think they're going to assassinate him. Well, it's scary what's going on with him. The one thing that kind of uh, concerns me and uh, is that the way he wants to deal with the other NATO countries, it's like you have to pay up or we're not going to protect you. It's, it sounds like the mob. He has a very yeah, mafia Yeah, but wait a minute, wait mentality. a minute, wait a minute. Let's, let's take a look at that for a moment. We, are, we have a national debt, and the national debt is, what, $400 billion? I can't even think of it. That's going to be passed down to our children and grandchildren. And I will tell you this, and check, fact check me. I think that the people that owe us money from what we have paid for their membership to NATO and for a lot of other things, that owe us money, if they paid us back, we would have no national debt. Plus, I think that that the people that charge such tremendous interest on the money that we have borrowed ought to adjust that. These are my thoughts. If the countries paid us back what they owed us, we'd have no national debt. He's not saying it that way. He's not saying it. Donald doesn't present things that can actually be heard by people because he he talks tough. He talks like somebody from Brooklyn or the Bronx. He's not he's not educated in speaking democratically. Do you know what I mean? And I don't yeah. mean that as an insult. He's not. No, I, I do, but I have to I have to you know my opinion on uh, what he's been saying is like you know we remember we fought all these wars in other people's countries we totally trashed and destroyed right. Europe to have the war over there so you know if they don't we had to help them rebuild and the other thing is George Bush raided Social Security to pay for the Iraq War and that's more of a a factor yeah, in our minute. national debt than we, we what helped, NATO countries helped. haven't paid us. We helped people rebuild, but that wasn't borrowed money. 
Sure, that was, was our no. It was, that was our the country's money. It was some of it was our country. People like IBM going in and building railroads. In fact, IBM built the railroads for Hitler during the war. Now that's true. That is true. What I'm talking about is the Iraq War was financed oh, partially by by uh, our gutting Social Security, taking the yeah, reserve I, fund there and paying well, for the war. Well, they're not the that. only ones that have gutted it. Uh, I'm going to tell you two other things we could do. One of them is after a congressman leaves, he should not for the rest of his life be on the dole. He should maybe have three years of gratitude and then that's it. And, and they I ought to, they ought to look at they ought to look at the money that the congressmen go in and put a chip in for Social Security. This has been going on for a long time. One mm-hmm. state goes in and says, well, I need this much money, so they take it, and they, and they, and they never pay it back. So it's not only other countries. It's, it's the people within our country, too. This country has been absolutely raped. It has been raped. It has been stolen from, and people have not kept their word, which is what you opened with. And well, that it's true. Has to stop. And we've exploited countries all around the world also, our businesses, our corporations, slave labor, et cetera, et cetera. So we're, we're no angels in, in this also. Why, but, why um, are you going back and doing that? Why are you going what? back and defending, and defending the wrong made? You need to understand I, that we have not – Abs- we have hired people for what we could hire them for, for what is standard in that area. And at at the expense of losing trade. American jobs. Yeah, it's a, at the expense of American jobs. We go over That's there and correct. we pay them nothing. But why they don't get did anything. they leave America? We left America because of what reason? What created Money. The, the greed? Okay, so there you go. That's the so whole I'm saying thing. we're partially our corporations are partially at yeah, fault. Listen, we don't the corporations have to say don't answer to anybody. The, Nobody the corporations is don't don't answer to anybody. That's well, the problem. More powerful than governments. That's a problem. But how about how about somebody like I'm going to give you a what if because I think it's true. So I don't know if it's true, but I'll give you a what if. Okay. Mm-hmm. What if Obama knows? that we have to stop using oil, and that maybe one of the things we're going to use that's better than oil is gas. And he knows that the only way that we can make natural, natural gas is by having it at something like 280 degrees under Fahrenheit, minus Fahrenheit, and that there's only one processing place in this country that can make natural gas. We will need seven of them if the country goes to natural gas. So he deals with Shell and, and Exxon, and he tells them that they have to pay him a million or $10 million to get the contract to build the thing which has to be on the water, on the ocean, to build the unit that can process this natural gas and puts it in an offshore account. Yeah, yeah, he may be doing that. I don't, I don't know. I don't, you know, he may be doing that. I don't, I don't think he needs to do that. Mm -hmm. Please, that's just an example of what people do. Well, you know what is interesting with Obama's president, the gas price is a dollar eighty-five a gallon. George Bush. That's not because of him. Well, George W. Bush was president, and his gas prices, our gas prices, were five dollars a gallon, and he's an oil man. And, and, there's, and there is a relationship between 
That's opaque. what's happening it's now. It's opaque that's keeping it down, not the presidency. They are trying to take away the value of the American dollar, which is at the root of it, because they want it to become something different, probably bitcoins. Mm -hmm. But they want to take away the American dollar, which is the game with the oil companies. And what we need to be told about that is that we have to find a different form of energy because we have something that's worse than that. And what's worse than that is global warming, which some people are saying we don't really have. But when you go to the beach and you stand there and your feet burn on the sand and you can't breathe, you better believe there's global warming. And it's Mm -hmm. not because it's summer. That's only part of it. What did you say? You said you don't remember ever having it that no. bad. It's not only that it's it's hot, it's triple digits, but the sun has also changed. We've been having the sunspots and all of those solar flares that has changed the atmosphere that is bringing in more of the dangerous uh, type of energy that we can't tolerate as humans. So there's a lot of stuff going on. It's mind-boggling, isn't it? Hmm. So uh, the most important uh, thing that we need to do, the most important thing that we need to do, is to stop being bigoted in anything with any human being. We need to get to the point of where we understand and respect others and love them for who they are, and that is what's lacking. It's what I can get from them. What can I get Mm -hmm. from them? What can I take? You know, there was was a man who was very well known back in the 60s. His name was Malcolm X. I don't know if you know about his story. Yeah, he lived right around the corner from me. He said, I am for truth no matter who says it. I am for justice no matter who it is for or against. The future is not in the hands of this election. The future is in our hands, each one of us together. We have to stop this force that's coming towards us with a more powerful force. I don't know how we're going to do it, but it's about time somebody, maybe we just need to learn a great big lesson here, is the Americans' attitude. They have an attitude. Haven't you seen it, Robert? You have, right? Which attitude? About just all about me? <laughs> Which attitude? Oh, I don't have to go to work. I'll live off my parents' money. Mm-hmm. I don't really have to go to college. Who cares? I've got to go text now. See you later. Uh, I actually have a soft spot for millennials. I think they've been dealt a tough hand. I know from my business experience that a lot of, unlike when I was in my 20s, the kids get out of college now, they're in debt. And uh, yes, then to get that. jobs, they're not true. even getting paid. They're working for free. It's a complete that's joke. That's true. And if they do get paid, it's a stipend. And they're still but showing up and they're working part, hard. That's all a part of what we're talking about. It's all a part of the social problems. It's been decades, decades of social problems that have to be corrected. And it's wonderful that they're coming out to look at so that they can be corrected. Because if you don't see a problem, you're not going to correct it. Mm-hmm. But we also have had a prejudice that will not be resolved by preaching and by, you know, saying you're wrong. And the prejudice is what is what I'm basically re, um, referring to. We are supposed to – I'm in Philadelphia, as you know, the city of brotherly love. Yep. And the city of brotherly love, which this nation was born, 
in Philadelphia. And now it's 240 years later, the nation was born with black slavery and unkindness to other human beings, no matter who they are, Chinese labor, Mexicans, whatever you want to say. Now it seems like we have to rethink it. What are we up for review? What issues? What are the solutions? Well, the solutions aren't easy. And they're not easy on either side. Don't you think so? Uh, solutions are never easy. But let's talk about the election just a little bit more. Uh, I also okay, want to sure. say that there was a, we had a caller who was on hold from the 831 area code. So I know you've been, you were on there and you dropped off. Call us back. We'll put you, back on, we'll put you on the show. Um, but with the election coming up at the convention, you mentioned two very provocative thoughts. So let's talk about that just a little bit. One is that the next president is not in the race right now, and it looks like we have Trump and Hillary. And then the other thing about some concerns about uh, Trump maybe being, uh, you know, some, something happening to him. So can you elaborate at all on that and any type of timing in terms of things going on? Well, when, back in December when I said about the, other, about the president not running at the time, I really thought Hillary would be indicted for some of the things that she has done. But they are protecting her. They're not going to let that happen. Because I saw her, I saw her really being carted off to jail. When you think of what some of the things she's done, and some of the people that are doing time now for doing less than what has happened here, it's surprising that she hasn't gone to jail. I also know, I, I knew that there's going to be scandals about Bill Clinton as well. He's got lots of skeletons in his closet. Oh, yeah. So I, I saw the foundation and and the Clinton um, people kind of falling apart and then i saw i thought trump um i don't i just think his life is in danger i really do and i think it more every day <clears throat> so if something happened then i saw at before the election if hillary was taken out i literally saw joe biden coming in and i saw joe biden as our next president he would do it if we had a tragedy and we had all of these horrible things happening, I do think if they asked him, he would do it. So that's, oh, yeah, that's I think, he, I think he'd I want to do it. Yeah. I don't think the Republicans have anyone that they could put in because the people no. mm-hmm. around Trump are worse, except maybe yes. Jeb Bush. But, you know, we're talking about people with, with faulty characters, and one of their worst ones is Ted Cruz. He's bad yeah, news. He's a piece of work, yeah. He's a sleaze. And, you know, I believe... I, oh, you don't want to get me started on that. I will get in <laughs> trouble. I, they'll take me to jail. Um, but with Ted Cruz, if you are not going to support the president that's being nominated, you don't put your big, fat face in front of a television camera. You stay away, like Kasich did, or like the other people did. You don't go and put your face up there. What, what was that about? What was that about? What in the world did he go and give a talk for? Himself? His ego? Oh, I just love this public attention. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, I'm something. Makes me want to vomit. (laughs) I don't think the man had any business being on television. I am furious that the next day they give him even more attention. And who is he? He's a nobody from Texas. That says it right there. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I, I think as a, I think what he did kind of backfired um, in people's minds. I think some people who thought he was halfway decent uh, maybe have some questions about him. I mean, I've always had questions about him. I don't, I don't, I don't oh, find him appealing at all. He's very slippery. Yeah. I wish they'd get his credit card showing all the whores he's been with. They have the receipts. They won't bring them out. Why not? So, you know, you, you don't, I don't know. I don't know. But I know that the people in Texas don't like him as much as others. So he's got to have been doing some things behind the scenes. I think hmm. I think he is cunning and low and maybe is a little bit more dem- demonstrative than the others because I, the question is, did Hillary know that the Democratic Convention people were trying to bury Sanders? Did she really know about it? I don't know whether she did or not. Remember, it's a private entity, and they didn't have to say anything to anybody. But, of course, the Democratic Party wants to have the kudo of the first uh, female president. But as you said, it's all being overshadowed. Not very many people yes. are really mentioning that. They're mentioning all these other things. So it looks like we're in a mess, Ollie. <laughs> mm-hmm. I agree. So as part of that, I think that's a good segue to your book, uh, how do you know if you've been in you know, a psychic attack? The name of the oh, book well. is Psychic Attack, Are You a Victim? So talk to us a little bit about what was your inspiration for writing about psychic oh, attacks? Oh, this was what my first they? book. This was my first book. I had to write this book because I had been, I had been shown in my own life that there are invisible entities and because I had many clients coming to me saying they had just given $14,000 to a gypsy, $50,000 to a gypsy to get this curse off of them that was their legacy before they were born. It's all BS. It's all money-hungering, mongering. And I started looking into it. And after the fourth case, and the fourth case involved $4 million over a period of years, and this woman was so afraid that this gypsy could harm her that she would meet her in the back of St. Patrick's Cathedral with a bag of money. Back, back where they have that altar for Mary, and they would mm-hmm. change bags, and the lady would walk out with the money. So we went to court, and for most of them, except for one, we got all the money back for the people. It's scamming, and it's scamming the emotions, which is one of the hardest things. If you don't give me that money, your son is going to get sick. And then her son gets sick, and she thinks it's a gypsy doing it. Mm-hmm. So this is, is this goes, you know, when when you're down at the shore and you see them all sitting along the shore, I said, is there is there a pattern to this? And then I did find out that there is a gypsy clan, and I wrote about the history of gypsies, and then I went beyond that to say that there's a lot of other people with a lot of other races that do the same thing, and they'll they can tell by the way you walk if you're sad, if you're depressed. So you go and you'll have a reading with them out of desperation and they'll tell you there's a cloud over your head and that you need to give them $5,000 for them to take it off and you'll feel better. And people believe it when they're down. I I had a girl come to me from Ramsey, New Jersey and tell me that she had just given $14,000 to a gypsy. And I said, look, let me teach you a lesson. And I took my group in, this is a true story, into New York City. And we went to Sophia's. And all eight, there were eight of us, and we booked readings. 
and I said I would be second. And the first one had her reading, and, of course, the woman told her that she had a curse on her and that she had to give her so much money. And the other girl went and sat down, and then it was my turn. And she did tell me two things that she seemed to have known. I don't know how she knew them. She said my husband had dropped dead, which he had, and that my stepson had been murdered. And those two things were true. And I felt very, very sad about that. I was going through processing that at the time. This was in the early 80s. And she told me I had a cloud over my head and I had to give her $300. And I laughed because I said, she must know I have no money because she asked these other people for thousands and she's only asking me for 300 So I sat there and I questioned her and I said, well, how do you get rid of it? And she said, well, you go to the church and you light a candle. I said, well, let's all go together. It'll be more powerful. And she said, no, she had to make dinner for her daughter. And then I looked at her and I said, you really can see a black cloud over my head? And you you won't remove it? You want money from me? But but I'm going to tell you something. If you can see a black cloud over my head, if you have that gift, and you refuse to remove it because of money, then I hereby give it to you. And I reached my hands up and I pushed this imaginary cloud towards her. Well, she went nuts. She started screaming wow. and yelling. And we all ran out and left all the way home. Yikes. So you talk about also... Uh, entities, different entities outside of just people. And uh, maybe you can talk about the relationship between some entities and then groups of people who prey on other people. You talk about uh, angels and guides and disincarnate beings, incarnate beings, uh, etc. Could you talk to our audience a little bit about the differences and how yes, they... Yes, there's, uh, there's a difference between an entity that's invisible and unhealthy thoughts coming towards you. Now, haven't you ever had the experience where somebody is thinking about you in a mean-spirited way? Haven't you ever picked up on that energy? Yes. Okay. Yes. So you know somebody's thinking about you. You know they don't, they don't like you. You know they wish you harm. You can mm-hmm. feel it. That's an invisible energetic force. That's what I'm talking about, the invisible energetic force. And people that do drugs and people that... Um, do a lot of alcohol, pick up invisible entities. These are disincarnate beings. Now, a lot of people don't know what they are, nor would they believe me if I said so, but they are there. I didn't believe it when I first heard about it. But these disincarnate beings feed off of the human body. They get into your aura, and they make you do strange things, especially if you're drunk or if you're you know, you've heard about, well, I may have shot him and killed him, but I didn't know it because I was high. Well, just mm-hmm. because you were high doesn't excuse the act, of course. But there is truth to the fact that the person didn't really realize what they were doing because they had so many drugs in them that their sense of values was shut down. And these beings uh, that are invisible can really do harm to a family. You can you can be married to somebody and you can be clear and they can have entities and you have to work at clearing them. When you clear entities, it's 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 kind of similar to an exorcism, but it's not the same thing. That's another whole story. Uh, but when you do clear entities, not only do you feel better, but the other people around you feel better. And that's what I was talking about. This this takes study and this takes practice. And there are people in the metaphysical world that are very, very excellent energetic healers. And I wrote another book on on ascension which explains vibration 
and it, and it explains how we can think ill of ourselves or better of ourselves. Even the article that I wrote today say it's it's a joint effort. You know, we can keep setting fires, burning people's houses down, and, and attacking them in the streets because we don't like what's going on, or we can try a different way. And that's what Deepak Chopra was talking about. If we don't get that energy, that shadow energy or dark energy, or our thinking process raised to a higher level, we're going to be doomed. These things will not stop. And that's what the book talks about. It actually gives some very true stories in Psychic Attack, Um, true stories about what happened to people and about what happened to me and how I found out that there were entities. So the first chapter talks about what is Psychic Attack. And then we go into uh, the gypsies and that clan and what their life history is and how they're trained as people. And then we go on to what has happened to individuals and ways to stop it. There are many, many ways to stop. Um, and and then tips. I give tips on your physical health and on um, spiritual and psychic immune system. And I give you tips on what you can do, how you can recognize somebody who's trying to steal from you. Let's talk about that. For the benefit of our listeners, let's give them a couple of tips. So how can you – what's a couple of good tips for respecting yourself uh, protecting yourself, rather, and uh, being unaware, uh, aware of uh, people trying to take advantage of you? Well, first of all, you have to look at your current situation and, and really look at why you're looking outside yourself and get, seek help if you need it. And then focus on, on the higher, focus on the divine, and um, protect you. Ask, that somebody, ask your angels to come in to protect you. That does work. And bring down, well, I don't know if people understand what an invisible force field is, but you know how you're talking to somebody and you tune them out? I'll put it that way. You Mm -hmm. can tune somebody out. Therefore, their words won't really penetrate you. They'll pass by you. Uh, You have to be able to say no, and you have to be able to say, I'm not comfortable doing that without fear. You're important. Your feelings are important. And so many of us are codependent and want everybody else to tell us how good we are instead of knowing that inside. And that takes a lot of work. What's a good first step for our listeners to start to meditation. do that, some of that work? Always med- meditation, 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 meditation. When you meditate, when you connect to an energy that's outside of you. I'm talking about the divine energy. In any way you want to, it doesn't matter. This is not about religion. This is about energy. When you connect and you ask for protection, you will always get it. When you call on the higher to come in and help you, you will find that happening in different ways. You may find a benefactor. You may find somebody that will all of a sudden, every single time I go out and go grocery shopping, I fell down the stairs and had an accident, and I've got some aches in my body. Every single time I go out and I need help with a package or with something that I've got, somebody always appears and helps me. It never fails. And I have such gratitude. And I know that many people realize that when they're in the middle of doing something, that other people will come along and help them. 
Believe it or not, our body is an electrical system. It's like a radio station, and it sends out energy. That's why the ones that are preying on you know that they can prey on you. I'll give you an example. I went to New York City with my two kids in high school to see, uh, when they were in high school, to see the Christmas show, Radio City. And we were walking back to the car, which was in an open lot. And I was dressed up, because back in those days in the winter, you dressed up and it was Christmas. And all of a sudden, my hair started standing up on end. And I took the two kids into the nearest restaurant I could find. And I knew that we were in danger. I knew that we were going to get mugged. And we stayed there for 15 minutes, and then we went out to the car, and all was well. Wow. You you can even do that when you're driving. You can make traffic move when you're driving. You can picture a parking place before you get there. I dated my husband for three years uh, from New Jersey into New York, and every single time I went into New York, that parking place was there. Only once was it not there. And when it wasn't there, I knew it wasn't going to be there. That was a Thanksgiving weekend in New York City. Who can find parking on a night like that, right? (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So we have more power than than we know we do. And thoughts are things. They're energy. And just as you can direct a wire into a house to give you a light, you can direct your energy. And when we learn how to do that more, we're going to change the times and things are going to get better. Now, you also talk about the importance of having a teacher. Talk to us a little bit about that. Well, if you had a baby and and the baby didn't know anything about electricity, it could harm itself. What about the baby that puts his hands on the stove and you have to watch mm-hmm. those things? If If we are inexperienced with some of these things, we have to learn the difference between, I want to say, right and wrong. What's the right way to bring in the energy, and is there a wrong way? Do we, do we trust everything, or do we use something called discernment? Uh, and you have to learn how to process a lot of this stuff. And as you grow, then the teacher would let go. As you grow, the teacher lets go, and you go to the next level. You, you can't take your kindergartner to college. You have to start at the beginning, and that's a lot of what my books are about. Mm-hmm. I have so, three, I wrote the trilogy. The trilogy is is three levels. The first level is the beginners. The first level of my trilogy is great for young adults and teenagers. And then you get to the second level, and then you get to the third level. You can do a lot with the third level. So tell us the names of uh, those three books. Um, the trilogy is opening to your intuition and psychic sensitivity. Books one, books two, and book three. And where can our listeners pick that up? Amazon.com, Elizabeth Joyce. And um, I know that they're in local stores. Sometimes they're in Barnes & Noble, but I I would think you'd have to order them. But you can get them on Amazon, and that's the fastest way to get them. All of my uh, books are on Amazon. And your website is Visions of Reality? No, it's new-visions.com. The company is Visions of Reality, but the website is new-visions.com. Okay, and what other products are on there that our listeners can check out? Well, I have eight books, uh, Psychic Attack, and I have the trilogy, and I have Ascension, which I wrote in 2010, and then I revised it after 2012. And then I have um, Seeding and Nurturing the Garden of Your Soul, which 
to me is an awakening book for spiritual growth, and it should be in every church and in everybody's bedside around the world because it would really teach us how to use our mind in a way that promises love, peace, and harmony. I love that book. I wrote that book in 2014. I wrote it in six weeks. Uh, It's a wonderful, wonderful book. And then um, the latest one I have is called uh, Working With Your Spiritual Chakras. So if you people already are meditators and you know that there's seven chakras, we now have 14. And I have diagrams in the book about what the Mm -hmm. chakras are, where they are, and how to place them. And that's pretty exciting. And it Definitely. works. Yeah. So it's okay. upliftment for mankind. That's what mm-hmm. it's all about. No, your books are fantastic, and you're a great guest. Let me, before you go, since I've got you on here, we lost our one caller. Give me a quick reading, Elizabeth. Tell me uh, if I'm on the right track. What's coming up? What should I be doing? I don't do that. I don't do that, Robert, but I will answer a question if you ask me a question. Okay. I want to know uh, what... A direct uh, question specific. A specific, uh, am I on the right track with my personal brand, or should I, and can I work with it with, uh, uh, in, in, by working a traditional business job also? Which direction is best for me, and what's the time? Well, table? right now you're going to have to work the traditional job. We're in the middle of flux, and we're in the middle of a great flux, and you're going to have to get through this energy. The dangerous month we have is October, and the other one is at the end of December. So I think you need to get through this year. When is your birthday? December 22nd. So you're just on the cusp of Sagittarian. So you are going to get a little burst of energy uh, in September. And I'd have to look at your chart, of course, to be thorough. But I do feel that there is going to be a partner or a second person that's going to help to guide you in some way. And I do feel that you will be expanding over the next three years. So I hope that was a bit helpful. Very much so. And just the world in general, what, what do we have to look forward to? Are things uh, for the second half of the United States of America for the next four months, what do we have in store? For the next four months, we're going to have chaos. We're going to have the election and all of that. I also uh, I don't think that, um, that we'll have too much trouble on the market. It's doing well now, although I expect at any time, and I'm going to say fall into winter, uh, to hear about a nuclear exchange, but I don't think it's in this country. I think we'll have our first nuclear exchange in Nepal, India, China, and Pakistan, where they all come together. That's up near Mount Everest in that area. And there's something going on with that, which I don't like. I do think that we will have more terrorism. I did predict, I don't know if you know it, but I predicted the one in Florida uh, and I think there's going to be another one in an amusement park. And uh, I understand that there was an attempt uh, for for a terrorist to go into an amusement park, and I had said six flags, and this hmm. was one of the six flags, but they apprehended them. So oh, we really have to uh, focus on prayer because prayer works. We have to focus on uplifting how we think and to worry about how we're growing with the soul instead of worry about how we're growing with our bank accounts. I think we're going to have some tough weather. We have tough times, the the tough years that we're going to have, and we've never experienced these before, is going to be 2017 to 2022. We are in for some rough times. We're going to have to pull back. We have to stop printing money that is there, 
and we're going to we're going to meet our shortcomings. We're going to you know what it's like when you have to pull back. You know what it's like when somebody loses a job and what the family has to do. Well, that's going to happen nationwide. And there's going to be a lot. I I don't like what I see coming to America. I think we are going to have more demonstrations and uprisings. But remember that all of this is to make things more balanced. We are out of balance. We are so out of balance. That's true. That's for sure. And we have to bring the balance back. So let's pray for that. Amen. All right. Well, listen, it's always great speaking with you, Elizabeth, and thank you for your guidance and your words of wisdom and uh, for being such a, uh, an easy-to-talk-to guest uh, who has lots of thoughts and opinions and help for our listeners. Uh, thank you. I'd like to give a 24-hour answering service if I could. Uh, my number is 201-934-8986 if you'd like to call and ask a question about a reading or book sometime. But it is always best to go to the website first, and that's new-visions.com. Fantastic. Okay, thank you so much, Elizabeth. Enjoy your summer, and uh, hopefully we'll talk again soon. Oh, I'm sure we will. Take care. Right. Thank you. Ciao. Bye. Okay, folks. That's uh, our show for this evening. Our special guest has been Elizabeth Joyce, a psychic. Um, As I mentioned earlier, you can always uh, check in on Guys Guys Radio. Uh, All of our podcasts are on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, and Blog Talk Radio. Uh, Our next broadcast is a week from Wednesday. We're going back to Wednesday, and we uh, we have a relationship expert, Suzanne Oshima, is going to talk to us about uh, single and stilettos, her uh, matchmaking uh, service and uh, guidance for men and women who are looking for love. So keep cool, uh, keep optimistic, and look inside to find peace. Don't be uh, vulnerable to be affected by everything you hear in the media going on in the exterior, outside world. Do your thing, but find your solace with your inner inner peace, knowing that you are an expression of the divine. I'm going to leave you with that thought and say, remember that guys, guys, finish first. <laughs>